0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. doesn't matter who you are, the risen Lord suffered and died on a cross for you. My podcast series is devoted to the Catholic faith. My goal is to reignite our faith. Please note my podcast remains explicitly of my own experiences and opinions, however any core belief or statement made regarding the church comes solely from approved church sources such as the Catholic Church Catechism, etc. Hi, and welcome to my podcast. Today I'll be talking about angels. The power and wisdom of God is not confined to the creation of man and of the material world. Beyond man, Millions of creatures exist, far more perfect than men, you should have guessed, I'm talking about angels. They who are created by and for the greater glory of God. The term angel comes from Greek terminology to mean messenger. So what do we know about them? Now, bearing in mind, during this podcast, I will be speaking about angels, of course, and I've got a a surprise at the end, which is it's not about angels, funny enough, um, but I'll let you wait till the end till I say that one. Um, so, yeah, going back to this, in this podcast, just remember, as always, I'm only touching on the immense foundation and knowledge of each topic Um, so obviously when I bring up this topic for instance on angels it's not the be all end all of what we know or don't know and things like that okay so there's always a lot more and I'm just hoping to reignite your passion for the Catholic Church and it is for you then to go out and do more research okay so let's continue well we know this for sure they are spiritual substances so we know Angels are spiritual substances, incorruptible by nature, utterly separate from matter, and entirely free from the imperfections of our human fallen nature. In saying that, I'm not speaking of them in a way that should confuse you. Let me make myself clear before I continue in their descriptions. They are created by God and for his glory. They are certainly perfect beings full of knowledge and power, They are, however, not to be mistaken, a purpose-built creation of God, just like the human being, and exists solely for the purpose of God's will. In a like manner, they can be seen as the splendour and image of God's most perfect wisdom and beauty. Okay, and so I continue. Their intelligence, as St. Thomas explains, is godlike. For their knowledge extends to all truths of the natural order, as well as to a great number of the supernatural order. They know, without labour, countless things at the same time, and in an instant of time, unaccompanied with doubt or obscurity. They do not understand or comprehend things like human nature, that is to say, by reasoning of one thing to another. No, they know things at an instant and understand everything at a glance. They are agile and often represented with wings to denote their swiftness. They they can pass from place to place without any intervening lapse of time. Their power and strength also are inconceivable. To sum up all their wonderful qualities, these bright spirits may be called pure and lustrous mirrors lustrous mirrors reflecting the infinite perfections of god they are unlimited in number and variety each having a specific role or existence of that which pertains to a quality a quality of god such as his infinite love strength kindness and so on They exist in choirs, in other words, in a hierarchy of sorts, so to speak. For example, there are nine known choirs of angels, so starting from the highest ranking, it goes seraphim, cherubim, thrones, dominions, virtues, powers, archangels, principalities, and finally, angels. Angels are the closest to us on earth and are placed to directly care and nourish our souls. They take up our petitions to God and relate his answers back to us. A great example of these are our own guardian angels. Every one of us has a guardian angel charged with the protection and nourishing of his soul or her soul. I will not go into too much further detail about each choir, however, just understand, they each have specific roles to play in the nature or order of creation as a whole, that is both the visible and invisible, everything that is or ever will be, and that which relates to God under the rule of Christ. What is of paramount importance to us is that the holy angels seek to share with us the immense ocean of love and happiness which they themselves enjoy. We have only to ask for their assistance and favours. Speaking of their ministry towards us, the Catechism declares, To angels is committed by the providence of God, the office of guarding the human race, and of protecting men from any serious harm. Now, we know they are real and of existence. We know this from Revelation also. Our Blessed Lord often spoke of them throughout the New Testament. He mentions seven orders of choirs. The other two choirs are mentioned in the Old Testament. Unfortunately, far from corresponding with their efforts for our welfare, we constantly impede them by our sins. If only we were to know them better and love them more for the sake of Christ, we would undoubtedly lead a happier life here on earth. They are there always waiting to do us good and lead us towards God and a virtuous life. We can ask of them anything we may need assistance with. They do not speak to us directly or with words. They lead us with inspirations. Through God's grace, we may ask to be ever closer to our guardian angel and be ever more attentive to his inspiration upon our soul. The closer, more docile we are to God, the more we will feel and live in unison with our guardian angel. They are, however, respective towards our freedom of will granted to us by God and will not impede us even if we decide to sin hence we should pray that their guidance be more effective towards us and that we may be more accepting of god's will in our life thus we become more receptive to their inspirations and guidance so angels have a large role to play as um i said earlier on during this podcast they um they have many responsibilities, and each angel that is created by God is completely and utterly unique. So they're not they're not similar to the human being for that matter, because yes, we are all created unique by God, however, we still share a likeness in in human nature, whereas angels don't. Each angel is completely and specifically uh, made up of a quality of God, so whether that be made up of light, made up of his love, made up of his power, regardless, it is a complete and unique I guess attribute for that particular angel. And um, when you get into it it is it's an amazing it's an amazing world um, that is completely sort of different to what we're used to in the physical human world of ours. Um, However, they do exist, they are real and they are created for God's purpose and God's purpose only. Um, Which takes me into just a very quick touch onto Satan. Um, If you're not aware, and you should be aware, but if you're not aware, Satan was the angel of light. He himself is an angel, hence he is immortal. Um, But he was the angel of light. He was a very powerful angel and decided... As with all of God's creation, God always grants them a will to decide if they choose to love and follow him or whether they choose something else. And unfortunately, Satan chose the other way around and grew in pride, as we are led to believe, and rebuked against God. And a number of angels followed him, and it's they are the ones as we know them as the fallen angels. Um, who were cast away by God, along with Satan. Um, And we know St. Michael the Archangel was the one who grew in voice at the time and protected the throne of God and the rest of God's creation during this uproar. Really wonderful stuff to sort of indulge in and know. But just know one thing, when we are in a grace of a state of grace as i've spoken to you guys before about when you are free from mortal sin and in a state of grace with god your guardian angel and their inspiration on your soul is 100 percent there and you can rely on them to help you um, through your daily life to help you through your prayers and of course to always be there protecting you Um, if you speak to most people at some stage if you look back you'd probably realize that you've had some form of inspiration from your guardian angel at some stage in your life even if it was as simple as not taking that step forward and then realizing because you didn't a bus just come out of nowhere on the road and you just think to yourself, wow, that was lucky well, next time you might think to yourself maybe that was the inspiration of my guardian angel but anyway, maybe, maybe not Here I'd like to share with you a prayer that I love which I find helps me offer a more profitable prayer to God. It may help you find your way to a healthier, more heartfelt and contrite state of mind when you pray. I choose to say this before I offer any other prayer and it goes like this. I begin with the sign of the cross and then I say, Heavenly Father, I come before thy holy throne an ignorant sinner, clothed and hidden within the precious blood of Jesus. I humbly implore the the help of the Blessed Virgin Mary and my holy guardian angel to guide me in prayer, inflame my soul and make profitable my petition. I humbly ask this through the same Christ our Lord who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever amen now i generally say that um actually i've made it a habit now to say that before i offer any particular prayer um i i i feel that it puts me in a good mind space to begin my prayer to god and reminds me that i am before the holy throne of god when you decide to pray to him You are having an individual meeting with God. You are before his holy throne. And this prayer helps you to realise that, um, not to take that for granted, and also to rely on the gifts that our blessed Lord left for us, which are his mother and our mother too, the Blessed Virgin Mary, and of course your holy guardian angel. They are advocates for us here on earth, and they will help you when you call upon them. So maybe if you decide, have a go, pray it. If you don't, you might have a very similar prayer. That works exactly the same. There's not necessarily has to be worded the same way. Many different prayers out there. Um, However, give it a go if you don't already have one similar. And hopefully for the greater glory of God, you may find yourself more drawn to prayer and more docile to heavenly inspiration led by your guardian angel. And, of course, helped along the way by our very own Mother and Queen, the Blessed Virgin Mary. Okay, and so I did say I had something a little different at the end of this podcast, a surprise, so to speak. Well, it's not really a surprise. I just wanted you to get excited and listen to my whole podcast, but um, here we go. Hopefully you enjoyed and take something from it anyway. So there is something I wanted to share with you guys before I finish up. We recently celebrated the Feast of Our Lady of Perpetual Succor. She is our patroness of the church in my parish currently, where I live. And Our Lady of Perpetual Succor, again, known as Our Lady of Perpetual Help also, that topic or, sorry, not topic, but that, um, the name that we utilise there, that still is the Blessed Virgin Mary, it's not someone different or something different, um, the Blessed Virgin Mary goes by many titles, that's the word I was looking for, titles, that title of her again relates to the Blessed Mother, so don't confuse that with someone else or a saint or something like that, it is Our Lady of Perpetual Succor is just one of her many, many titles. Um, and this particular title has been around for a number of centuries so it is a very old title um, but a very beautiful one and I would really persuade you to do some re- research um, you just need to google it really to find you'll be able to find a good genuine website a catholic website that can teach you a lot about Our Lady of Perpetual Succor and how she helps her people when they call upon her Um, And you never know, you might end up finding yourself asking for her intercession via that title. Uh, Anyway, what I wanted to speak about on top of that was also on the same date when we celebrated the feast of Our Lady of Perpetual Succor at our parish, Father Tommy, who is our um, parish priest, during his homily, Offered a very simple prayer to say each morning, which will help us gain the grace of living with Christ in our daily life. And I found being so simple, as you know, a lot of times I mention things that are just simple, and I love the simplicity of our faith because that is what it is. It's simple. God's not asking for theologists and um, university graduates, He calls upon the poor and the lowly, the ones who have burdens, yeah? Um, And this is how it goes. It simply goes like this. Lord Jesus, there is nothing we cannot overcome together this day. That's it. So after you wake up and you thank the Lord for this new morning, or whatever it is you may do for God when you first get up, maybe just mention this prayer. Or even whenever things become difficult, or you are faced against something stressful or even scary, take a moment to meditate upon this prayer and then walk with faith it is a simple prayer but a very powerful and meaningful prayer and now that I think about it it has a twofold meaning on one hand you are calling Christ for help in a very simple prayer and on the other hand it serves to remind us that we do not walk alone we walk with Christ or better said He walks with us. Christ does not do it for you. He does it with you. Whatever he does, he does with us. It is a very special prayer because it reminds us that we do not live for ourselves. As Christians, we live a life based on the values of the gospel, and so we acknowledge our constant reliance on God. This prayer is just that. One, we remind Christ that we are thinking of him first and foremost. And two, we acknowledge that with him we can overcome anything. As he also says in his gospel, Come to me, all ye who are burdened, and I will give you rest. For my yoke is sweet And my burden light. Jesus doesn't promise us a free and easy flight throughout life, but He does promise a safe landing. And as beautiful as that is, I cannot take credit for that last statement because that was specifically it was taken from Father Tommy during his homily, um, and I I pray that you can see the meaningfulness behind just those couple of statements he's made there and how well they relate to our Christian lives and how we choose to live a Christian life. It's very simple and it is a very powerful statement and so I did very much wish to share it with you guys. And so my reflection for you if you wish to consider it of course. Maybe to add this, let's call it an assurance prayer, or reminder that you and I do not walk alone, we walk with Christ and can overcome anything with him. Maybe consider it as a surrender to the love of Christ, and assurance that no matter how bad things may seem, or how heavy the cross God has called you to carry may feel, if you wholeheartedly surrender to Christ, You can be assured he will carry you through it. And don't forget to ask the Blessed Virgin Mary to help you achieve this complete surrender to Christ. She is, after all, our greatest advocate on earth. I'm going to stop talking now. May God bless you and see you through whatever may be troubling you this day. Stay tuned for my next few podcasts. I've got saints covered. And a special podcast dedicated to the Holy Rosary prayer. And in another podcast, I will discuss the importance of what's known as an examination of conscience, something all Catholics should be doing. Um, even if you're not a Catholic, you're just a um, a Christian, you should be doing it too, I think. Um, but we'll get we'll go through that when it comes up. Um, And so I conclude. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast and taking the time to hear me out. Um, Have a wonderful day in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.